Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi, we, We apologize for the cat in our last episode. I don't apologize for him. <laughs> I do. He's, he's my child. He's my child, and I am responsible for him. He was meowing up a storm. What was his deal? We didn't even have like tuna sandwiches in here or something where he was like, let me at him. He was so loud. He was really loud. He, might, he might do it again. We don't know. Because he's not getting attention. He, he, he's a little needy. Yeah. Yeah. He wants his hard-boiled egg. <laughs> my, cat, my cat, Melon, loves hard-boiled eggs. It's so cute. It's very cute. Well, Rachel, on our first episode of the Billy Holiday episodes last Monday or last Tuesday, I mentioned that little Billy Holiday, when she was still Eleonora, liked to sing dirty blues on the playground. So one of our listeners sent us a tweet on our Hollywood Crime Scene um, account, and she said to check out this song called um, Churn Until the Butter Comes Home. That's a euphemism for coming. Well, that's what I think. <laughs> now, of course, I had to look up this song. You're jerking till the, till the butter <laughs> Butter comes. I read. I went to Wikipedia to check out this song. It's a pretty big one because it's by um, Winoni Harris, who is like a famous blues uh, player singer. Uh, who they have songs like "Lollipop Mama," "I Like My Baby's Pudding." <laughs> Do you think that's dirty? Yeah. <laughs> and one called called "Sitting on It All the Time." <laughs> Sitting on what? I don't know it. <laughs> now. <laughs> So this, I had to, I, I had to read this passage from the Wikipedia page because I liked the idea so much that this nerd had to write this about this song. So they wrote, the song's lyrics are a double entendre, which refer on their face to the process of churning cream to make butter. Oh. However, there is a risque secondary interpretation that is implied by the lyrics. The following passage passage is, is illustrative. Harris was, um, wait, I'm sorry. I'm going to read you some of the lyrics that this person thinks might insinuate that this is a double entendre. Okay. Now it says, keep on, keep on churning till the butter comes. Keep on pumping, make the butter flow. Wipe off the paddle and churn some more. Little boy blue, come blow your horn. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wasn't Little Boy Blue like a nursery rhyme? Yeah, but that's a dirty nursery rhyme. I was going to say, <laughs> when I was a child and I heard that nursery rhyme, I knew as a child that that was fucking vulgar. Well, when I was a child, we had an artist called Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Hickory Dickory Duck. 
I did he do a little boy blue? I'm, I mean, I'm sure he did a little boy blue. I just remember Hickory Dickory yeah, Dock because that's like the delivery uh, for sure, dude. <laughs> that was that was a wild era. He was a big star. In fact, as a child, I went to see his movie Ford Fairlane in the theaters. Wait, wait say it again. Ford Fairlane was like his big starring role after he did all the dirty nursery rhymes. That's like the weirdest movie I've ever probably seen in a theater. But obviously as a child, you just go to whatever shit, uh, you know, your parents send you to or take you to. But he was like, um, I don't even remember. I think Ford Fairlane is like a car. So maybe he was like a greaser car type character. I have zero idea what that movie is about. That was his whole like style. He had that big old pompadour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He he was like trying to be like, like evil Fonzie or something. Yeah, he was like because it was like, hey, oh, like popping the collar and like doing that whole thing. He was like Fonzie's Wario. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait. So we should write like a five thousand word essay on this. You know who would publish this is the magazine you write for. Yeah. Seriously. That Andrew Dice Clay is the Wario version of Fonzie. Oh my god! I can imagine some nerd totally diving deep in this. You. Like not I I could never go that deep. <laughs> I would only go surface deep. Some people would be like in 1892, <laughs> just like they would bring it back to like the medieval times or something. No, I want to say before you continue, the other nursery rhyme that was absolutely disgusting. What was that one about the little boy who who stuck stick his, a thumb up the plum? He stuck his thumb in his ass. Yeah, was everyone that- knows that. <laughs> Little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his pudding, pudding pie or pl- plum pudding. He ate stuck something. in his thumb and pulled out a plum and said, "What a good boy am I?" That, that is, is twink. <laughs> that little twink stuck his thumb in his ass. I have thought that since the day I heard that nursery rhyme, and it's like they don't say it, but it is implied. Yes, <laughs> that that's where he sticks up the thumb and pulls out a plum because all day. Little Jack Horner, which is actually Little Jack Horny. <laughs> exactly. He has been sitting around all day. He stuck plums up his ass in the morning. Yeah. And by the afternoon, he's sitting in the corner because he's been a very bad boy. If you're sitting in the corner as a kid, you did something wrong. Yeah. You shit your pants. <laughs> you did something. Like my cousin who sat in the corner all the time, it was always because he was pooping in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> but was he doing it on purpose? I honestly, he was at the age where it was like, okay, it's a little on purpose now. It wasn't like he was one and a half. He was like a little too old to be doing it. It was definitely like looking at you, like you're going to clean my ass, in my opinion, as someone who was like a year older than him. I was like, he's doing it on purpose. It wasn't like a medical issue. No. I mean, who the hell knows? We, we, we were trash. But like, the, he was the cousin where we were all like, we know what you're doing. And he would be in that corner staring at us and looking at us with a determined face like <laughs> to disgust us. Why would you? That is such a self-own. I'm telling you. And this is the same cousin who tried to then fart on me later uh, in life. Like uh, hold me down and fart on uh, me. <gasps> So he had something going on to punish us with his ass. <laughs> I bet I bet he has some kind of a fetish now. Ooh. He's probably an adult baby. I don't want to know. Desi. <laughs> Hi, Look, we haven't spoken since we were kids. I was just wondering. Just one question. <laughs> I don't have a good segue for this. <laughs> so. Are you into diapers? Are you do you have a diaper do you fetish? Remember you used to go in the corner <laughs> like little Jack Horner? <laughs> 
so yeah, because of um, back to the show, because you know we're very serious. Uh, the because of this listener who sent me this, I thought I would look into some other um, old dirty blues. Like no, we, we did, we, we did, did a did bonus, this. right? We no, this was a mini episode. Okay, we, well I have new ones. Okay, because there's like a lot. Well, if you want to listen to part one, I guess it's not really part one, but we did a dirty blues on the Gladys Bentley week. So the first song I'm going to talk about is called Whoopie Blues. Now, this is a song about a poor blues man who has to deal with um, a mean, horrible woman. He, the artist is named King Solomon Hill, and he doesn't want to murder her, Rachel. He wants her sent to hell in which the devil will be frisky with her. So he <laughs> so, wants to watch? I don't know what he wants. He just wants her to get fucked by Satan, basically. Whoa. So it's not only raunchy, but it is vengeful. Yeah. Uh, because that's pretty mean. <laughs> Even though I do find Satan hot. <laughs> I want it to be my choice. I don't want my ex sending me there. No one wants that. So some of the quotes from the song say, Tell me you've been gone all day that you may wait, make whoopee all night. I'm going to take my razor and cut your late hours. You wouldn't think I'd be serving you right. I said, Undertaker been here and gone. I gave him your height and size. You've been making whoopee with the devil in hell tomorrow night. (laughs) So I guess he's going to kill her. And then she's going to go to hell for cheating on him. This is like the first metal song. This is really metal. This This is is very metal. I'm going to kill you with a razor. You're going to go to hell for cheating on me. First of all, that is such a guy thing. Like, you don't go to hell just for cheating on a guy. (laughs) Like, seriously? Like, I think going to hell, you're like, even though I don't believe in it, I feel like it has to be a little bit higher than, oh, I cheated on some loser guy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like really big sins. Right. But only a guy would be like, that's enough. You're going to hell. Like, truly, right? Um, so, yeah. Whoopee is like a funny sex word. Yeah. Because that gets used a lot as, um, I guess, to be like polite. Making whoopee. Making whoopee. Or like the, um, what was it? The newlywed game? Oh, yeah. They use that word a lot, right? That like, was very popular. I feel like it's that whoopee was popular for so many decades and no one uses it anymore. No, I don't. It's no one so ever says. No one ever says whoopee. Um, there's this, I don't really have much about this cause I couldn't find the lyrics, but this is a song by a woman named Clara Smith who was sort of called the queen of the moaners. Oh, now that's actually a compliment, obviously, <laughs> but that was her style. She did a lot of songs that were, um, double entendres and her big hit was called it's tight like that. Mm. <laughs> I like it. I like that too. It's tight like that. Now this guy is a. English performer. I think he had like, I don't even know if this is a blues song, but it's uh, sort of in the big band genre. This song was his big hit. He is called Harry Roy and his song is called My Girl's Pussy. We talked about did this. Did we talk about this one? Yes, we did. This is a dirty song. Have we talked, we played, we might have even Did played, we play this one? Well, I did read all the lyrics. There's a lot of pussy songs. This song like, is insane. It's my girl's pussy. Yeah, it That's literally it says it. And it's like when it's not even double entendre. It's out and out about a pussy. <laughs> she talks about it being wet. Did you do put my banana in your fruit basket? No. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> fruit basket. Put my banana in your fruit basket is a song by Bo Carter. Now. <laughs> 
these are considered double entendres. Like, come on. <laughs> Who are you fooling? Who are you fooling? Now, let's see. Let's, let's take a deeper look into this song. I got a brand new skillet. I got a brand new lead. All I need is a little woman just to burn my breath. <laughs> I'm telling you, baby, I sure ain't going to deny. Let me put my banana in your fruit basket. Then I'll be satisfied. Now I got the washboard. My baby got the tub. We got to put them together. Going to rub, rub, rub. <laughs> and I'm telling you, baby, I sure ain't going to deny. Let me put my banana in your fruit basket. Then I'll be satisfied. I love that he wants to put his, like, he's got a banana. It's that big. sounds nice. Yeah. Now uh, he doesn't want that banana to spoil. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds nice. That's a nice banana. Now <laughs> he doesn't want it to spoil. <laughs> he said, "Gonna let my banana." Wait. Oh, wait. No, this is a twist. Let me put my banana. Okay, so mm, gonna let my banana spoil now. So wait, he wants to he get wants that. It to spoil? He wants it to get brown and bruised. <laughs> Mama am I going to let me spoil my banana now? I can see the way you carry it on. You don't want my banana, no how. Now I got the dasher. My baby got the churn. We're going to churn, churn, churn until the butter come. Ooh, another churn until the butter comes. They love churn until the butter comes. It's a great metaphor. Uh, it makes me want to eat butter, <laughs> to have be you, honest. Have I've you? always wanted to churn butter. <laughs> me too. Me too. Could you like just picture it like in your little Swiss milk dress or whatever? <laughs> it just, to me... Fresh churn butter sounds so tasty. I want to eat it like right out of the churn. Me too. And spread it on some bread or Where something. Where it's like real cold. Ooh. So yeah, that's put my put the banana in. I don't know what the spoil is. I think it's because when bananas get uh, mushy and get bruised limp. and you want to eat it. No. Well, you put I, it in your banana bread. I think <laughs> I, I think by spoil is he's he's saying I don't have a lot of make up your mind. Do you want to? Do you want this banana in your fruit basket or not? It's oh, gonna. It's gonna. Oh, spoil. he's trying to tell her there's only a limited time. This banana is gonna be good. Yeah, and then it's gonna be bad. And you're gonna have to make banana bread with it. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> now, um, this one's called Sweet Honey Hole. <laughs> <laughs> look! Look! You just picture Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> Sticking his paw in the honey pot. You know how I feel about Winnie the Pooh and all his friends. Uh, Fisting up that honey pot. (laughs) (laughs) Fisting that honey pot and pulling it out. It's all covered with honey. What does he do? Lick it off his paw? His furry paw? Pooh, Pooh, I've (laughs) I've seen that fucker stick his entire head in a honey pot before. He is the fisting king. (laughs) He gets it all up in there, right? So this song, it's pretty much what you think it's going to be. It's about getting sweet honey from the honey hole. <laughs> he says, I want honey in the morning. I want honey late Wait, at night. Wait, who does this? Wait, I, I'll have to tell you. Wait, where is this? Hold on. Sweet honey. <laughs> oh, it's by Blind Boy Fuller. Okay. Come on, Rachel. <laughs> it's by Blind Boy Fuller. Sorry. Uh, he wants this honey every night. If he doesn't get his honey, he's not going to believe he's being treated right. <laughs> People whining about getting their honey. It's a different day. Now, he needs this honey to satisfy his soul. Um, Now, if you're talking about your honey, you haven't tasted my honey. He also is willing to share, Rachel. So he has his own honey. He has honey, but he also wants yours. You taste your honey, you're going to lose your mind. That's hot. He wants you to taste your own honey. This is a very advanced move for back then. I think so, because it's like, lick my finger. (laughs) I put my hand in your honey pot. You want to lick it off? (laughs) That's 
top tier move, in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, he wants to taste her honey. He wants her to taste his honey. He wants her uh, to taste her honey. Your woman, that's how you keep your woman home. And I agree. <laughs> that is how you keep your woman home. <laughs> now, there was an act, Rachel, Butterbeans and Susie. Do you know Butterbeans and Susie? <laughs> I don't, but I love them already. They had they had a cute little dirty act together. So obviously, it's a woman and a man. Uh, Susie is the woman. <laughs> Butterbeans <laughs> is the man. And they had a big hit song called "I Want a Hot Dog for My Roll." <laughs> <laughs> now this is one of those songs that goes back and forth. And here is the song called "I Want a Hot Dog for My Roll." Hot dog, hot dog. Here come the hot dog man. Hey, come here. What is it, lady? Butter, I see you got a hot dog stand. You know something, Sue? I'm known as the hot dog man. Yes, sir, hot dog. Well, listen. Well, I want a hot dog without bread, you see. (laughs) Why, why? What's the matter? Because I carry my bread with me. Now, Sue, you peculiar, and that's an actual fact. Yes, and if I like your hot dog, why, I'll come back. (laughs) (laughs) I know you will. How much is it? I'm here to pay. Satisfy me. Listen while I say. What is it you got to say? I want a hot dog for my roll. Well, here it is. Here it is. I want it hot. I don't want it cold. My dog's never cold. Give me a big one. That's what I say. I want it so it will fit my bread. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Susie. Now, here's a hot dog for your roll. Now, is it young? I don't want it old. I don't want it cold. (laughs) Sorry. My dog never cold. I sure will be disgusted if this hot dog ain't full of mustard. Don't want no excuse. It must have lots of juice. I want a hot dog for my roll. She wants all the condiments. She wants that thing sloppy. Right. She wants it juicy and sloppy. I get it, Susie. Me too. Come, let me straighten you out. Now here's a dog that's long and lean. Oh, oh, that ain't the kind of dog I mean. Now here's a dog, Sue, that's short and fat. But I sure need something different from that. She wants it just right. She's like the Goldilocks hot dogs. <laughs> it's your line. Oh, now here's my roll. Where's your roll? Now where's your dog? Uh-oh. Sister, that roll you got will hold half a hog. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, Butter, can you fit it? <laughs> fit it? <laughs> Why, sure I can. Why, boy? Why, Sue? I'm no... I'm known now as a champion hot dog man. Wow. I think it just continues on with more of the same. I thought the last verse was unique, but we did it already with the mustard. I like that disgusting. And I like people who want mustard on their hot dog, quite frankly. <laughs> it's my preference. I agree. It's, it's, you know what? I miss a stadium dog. I've been craving hot dogs lately and not in a euphemistic way. <laughs> Right. I really want a hot dog. No, I agree. I have too. Like, I really miss a baseball hot dog. I think I saw your brother post some hot dog recently from his bar. My brother has sells hot dogs at his bar, El Prado in Echo Park. You should stop by there for uh, to get a hot dog to go. They're very good, apparently. I haven't had one, but people love them. Okay. They look good. They do look good. Now, speaking of hot dogs. We got an email from one of our listeners named Mel, and she wanted to give us a little tidbit about Ancient Dick. Now, this was based on our, was that our last mini? Yeah. Where we talked about the Ancient Dick. 
Uh, so she said the Romans used to tie little dick plaques to their walls as a good luck charm. These little dicks had the ball sack, but also had little feet coming out of the ball sack and wings coming off the shaft. They used to hang them from the wall with a red ribbon, and they were in most homes and very normal for people to have. I like that. I like that the balls had feet. Yeah, it's very silly. <laughs> it seems like a, I would love to have an ancient Roman dick with a wings. Dick art. Yeah, dick art. Dick art from the past. Now, we also got another letter from an ex-pageant girl. Oh. Her name is Angela. And what I love about Angela is that she's from Massachusetts. So this is not a Southern pageant girl. This is from Massachusetts. And I love women from Massachusetts. I know you've said this before. <laughs> you know how I feel. I got excited when I saw Angela was from Massachusetts. I was like, I know Angela from Massachusetts. <laughs> Like, I'm real tough. Oh, Angela from Massachusetts? Oh, I know mm-hmm. her. I know who she is. She's a pageant girl. Now, Angela was doing pageants back in 1986. When she started, she was just three years old. Um, so she was, like, as I said, she was born and raised in Massachusetts. She did a lot of things where she had Tinkerbell makeup on, and she had gotten a scholarship to Barbizon. Oh, we know do you remember Barbizon? Yes, we know Barbizon. Ugh, the dream. I w- we should do an investigation on Barbizon. I would love to do a series investigating them. I, I Look, my mother always told me they were a scam, but I do remember the commercials. Oh, really? Oh, I remember well. the logo. With like, it had like a lightning bolt in it. <laughs> the, the thing right? is, in the commercials, they told you it was a scam because at the end of the commercials, it said... Be a model or just look like one. Yeah. Right. They they said, we're not promising. Did you ever get glamour shots at the mall? I didn't. I didn't either. But you know what I did? I, how did I not do that? I, I can't believe I didn't do that. But what I did get was at the county fair, those portraits in the sepia where you're like an old West bitch. Oh, I didn't get one of those, but I'm dying to. I remember <laughs> I'm t- I got it one time and I was very upset because... Um, I told, I was trying to, I was with my friend and we were trying to describe that we wanted to be like slutty, Ugh. but we were 10, but my friend made the mistake of saying we want to be fancy. So they put us in this very like high society sort of covered up, right. like, you know, 1860s garb. And I remember the picture I, after we got dressed and I was like, well, that sucked. I wanted to be wearing like a garter belt, right? like a saloon girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a picture of myself at um, Knott's Berry Farms. And at Knott's Berry Farms, they have benches with statues sitting on them. And one of them are like salon girls. Saloon girls? Saloon girls. Yeah, saloon girls sitting on benches. Uh, And there's a picture of me standing on the bench next to the saloon girl with my arm around her and my hand on my hip and sticking my hip out. And I'm wearing shorts and all. But I'm like five. Where is this picture? I need to get this picture. I have it. I have this picture. I'll find it. And so I'm looking like a little hoe. And the sad thing is I'm I'm sure my mom was like, now stick your... (laughs) Like, I'm sure my mom posed me. Although I was a little like... That's what I would have thought was cute. Like, because the things I watched were like Shirley Temple. And those old shorts of like little rascals, they're like very sexualized the little girls are flirtatious and like sexy or trying to be sexy or something. Like it's really inappropriate. Did you ever see that um, short with Shirley Temple playing like a madam? What? I'll show it to you. This is 
<laughs> Maybe we can review that for a Patreon episode. Yeah. It's one of the most insane shorts I've ever, like, it's like a five minute short where it's all kids playing adult roles and she's like a madam or something, like a brothel owner. Oh my God. I can't remember her name. Okay. I'll, we'll talk about it another time when I, I don't, I haven't watched it in a while, but it's incredible. So back to Angela, by the way, Angela is Italian. She was actually, um, had her dresses specially made by a local chin- children's clothing store that sponsored her. <laughs> Now her favorite, my favorite thing that she told, uh, I mean, she told a lot of, there was a lot of tears and overbearing moms and people overdone, et cetera, et cetera. But she said that she had one outfit, um, that was a bathing suit summer wear, uh, thing. It was a Hawaiian themed crop top with a matching short skirt wrap, a flower wreath on her head. And in Angela's head, it was adorable. She looked like a little hula girl. But one time when she got off stage, another girl, came up to her and said that she could see my underwear when I wore it. Look, when you're a child, when you're a young child, having another kid tell you that they can see your underwear was like the most horrific thing It ever. really was. It Do ruined you, anything you felt about the outfit you were wearing. Like, I mean, that was like... For some reason, like little kids would use that as a weapon. They'd be like, I can see your underwear. And you would just go home the rest of the day, you'd be crying. Yes. No, it was the worst thing. No when she said that, their, I knew exactly the feeling. No one wants their underwear Also, showing. she's very high and thinking her outfit is so cute. And then yeah. some girl just shot her down instantly with that one comment. Well, where is she now? She's probably ruining other people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. So thank you for your email, Angela. She said a lot of other nice things that she likes to listen to our show while she's running errands and driving her toddler around. So... We're happy we can make you laugh with your toddler. Absolutely. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. 
When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. So did you watch or listen or read anything good this week? I binged a show on Amazon called Tell Me Your Secrets. Ooh. Have you heard of it? No. I heard about it like from a podcast ad. I think it was like <laughs> I was listening to Dateline or something and they like advertised the show and I was like, oh, you know, don't have a show to watch. Yeah. It's with Lily Robb. And oh gosh, I'm forgetting her name. She's is a great it fiction. Yes, she's a great actress. She's in The Leftovers. Anyway, um, it's fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know, even know how to describe this show. It's like it's fucking bizarre. Like so many things happen in it. There are so many plots happening, but it's you can totally. It's not like it's confusing or anything. Uh-huh. But there's like a million different characters. None of these people have boundaries. Good boundaries. Everyone in this show has a boundary issue. It's like a big problem, and it's kind of like a crime. Oh, okay. Thing. It's like the Lily Robb's character. She, her boyfriend was a serial killer. Ooh. Um. So that's kind of what we've been talking about. Yeah. Last month. Yeah. But she was with him like before she oh, knew okay. he was a serial killer. But it's like the fallout from that, and now she's in witness protection. Ooh. But then um, the uh, gosh, what's her fucking name? I'm sorry, I should have wrote this down. It's I'm okay. like my brain's totally blinking out right now. But like the there's a mom whose like daughter is like still missing and presumed to have been murdered by this serial killer, and so she needs to like she wants to like hunt down. Lily Robb's character to like okay. question her. That sounds Look, interesting. It is a fucking bizarre show. There are some bizarre choices that happen in this show. I don't even know. Like, I wouldn't say it was like, oh, this is a great show, but I definitely binged it in like yeah. one and a half days. So is it like six episodes or something? Or it was ten episodes, okay. and I, I, I actually initially went into it thinking it was going to be a mini series. Okay, but then there's this huge fucking cliffhanger. <gasps> At the end, and so I'm like, oh, this is like season one. There's going to be a season two. What the fuck? Wait, so there's a cliffhanger at the end? Yes. Ugh. That's now I'm mad because yeah. I don't have this is this is why it's fun to binge a show that like has already seven seasons of it. Yes, but now I've only seen. Like, I can't it, wait for a cliffhanger, dude. What is it? 1989. <laughs> We have to wait like four months to find out something. I have nothing to watch. That's like what happened to me with the teacher, where I didn't realize there was one more episode, and they were releasing it weekly. And then I was like, I have to wait. I don't want to wait for the shit. This show, (laughs) this show sucked. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just wanted to get it over with. It was shame watch. I was like really enjoying. I honestly like, even though this show is like so ridiculous and there's a lot quote unquote wrong with it in terms of whatever it's look, I am I'm so easy to please. If a show entertains me, it's good. Right. So I, like, I don't come on here to this podcast trying to act like I'm some TV critic. No, me I, either. I, love, I was actually just thinking, I can't wait for you season three. <laughs> Look, uh, here's the thing about me. I love television. I love film. I love I love being entertained. So right. I'm very easy to please. I have a lot of varieties of things that I, I enjoy watching. Yeah. Like it's not all highbrow or all popular movies. I like a lot of the different things. You actually reminded me of a show I want to watch and I haven't, I keep forgetting to watch it because it's, it's like something I had never heard of. And I actually thought that what you were talking about was the show I was wanting to watch. But the show I want to watch is called Behind Her Eyes. Have you heard of this? No. It's on Netflix and it's a psychological thriller about a single mom and like there's mind games and there's like a psychiatrist and supposedly there's a huge twist that I'm everyone in. was talking about. I'm in. I know, me too. Can we watch that this Wait week? Wait a minute. I started to watch that a long time ago. I think I It just only- came out. Who's in it? I Wait, don't think just it, now it just came out in February. Oh, never mind then. Never no, mind. it just came out okay. February 17th. Okay. I'll watch it. So it was dropped all on February 17th. I don't know if anyone famous is in it. It's, I Look, can't I'll remember. Watch it. Let's watch it. Let's check it out yeah. and see. Cause it sounds kind of crazy. And I saw a few people talking about it, but it definitely wasn't like, um, a big thing. Right. Um, but it is based on a book. So I think a lot of fans of the book wanted to watch this. Um, anyway, I watched a ton of man movies this week. There was I was telling my friend how these movies that we, I was talking to him and telling him all the movies I was watching and man some, movies like Michael Mann. No, just at some point he said to me, "What what is your deal? <laughs> what are you? What's what's going on with you?" Because I was like, I watched the Godfather, all three Godfathers. I watched. Um, <laughs> I watched like every guy movie, like a gang. I watched The Verdict with Paul Newman. I watched Heat, like <laughs> the Michael Mann movie. So there was an actual Michael Mann movie. <laughs> I just watched all these like movies that guys like to watch, even though they're good. And I'm not saying they're like only for men. Desi, you're going to get a think piece written about you. That's true. Please write a think piece about me. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think about me. <laughs> you're going to be like, Desi Jettikin says that these movies are... Yeah. Are just for Can men. women even understand Goodfellas? <laughs> oh. Wasn't there a thing piece about that? Speaking of which, I did watch Goodfellas oh. this past week, which obviously I've seen a million times. Yeah, me too. But like, I might rewatch it too. It's fun every time I watch it. Oh, and I also, this is relevant to everyone's interest. I started watching the Heaven's Gate documentary on HBO Max. You said you watched that too, right? When it came out. I didn't watch it when it came out. So if you haven't seen it, I like it. It's good. I think it's good. Yeah. So I recommend that as well. I'm not going to get into all my man movies, but that's what I watched a lot of. (laughs) (laughs) I have a macho. I've had a macho. Macho man over here. I'm a macho man. Watching heat. Wow. You're so macho. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Al, I'm fascinated by Al Pacino's career now. Like, I need like, in my opinion, he started getting his hair cut spiky <laughs> no, in 1990, <laughs> and then he started getting really loud and yelling a lot when, when his he, hair got spiky. Heat is the movie where he says "great ass." <laughs> Did I do a good impression? Yeah. 
And I was also laughing because I hadn't seen Godfather 3 in like forever, like probably since it came out. When he says, every time they, <laughs> I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Like, you know when you see like a line that has been said so many times by every idiot you know, and you actually hear it in the movie? It's like, what am I supposed to do now? Drink or something? Like, you feel like you're supposed to celebrate somehow when you hear a movie. I was like, I've heard this line probably 8,000 times in my life by every idiot guy at a bar or something like that. Well, it's like when I was, every time you see Goodfellas and Joe Pesci is like, what am I, a clown? I know. It's so weird to see those iconic things where like you've seen people do the scene it's like you roll your eyes yeah. and like this the, the the joe pesci one because i did watch goodfellas like six months ago uh when he that scene happens i think i hadn't seen that movie in a while and i was like this is actually a terrifying scene <laughs> but when people do it it's kind of like funny but that scene ends up being really scary and violent like so it's just funny to kind of finally see it after it gets memed in a way like yeah it's it's crazy uh, so that's all I have. What about, oh, I have a few, I do have a food thing I want to read. I forgot about this. Uh, so we can move into the food section and let's start off this food section by some exciting news. I tweeted about this and Rachel hopped right on board. Taco Bell now has a fried chicken sandwich that's stuffed into a taco. The bun looks like a taco shell. But it looks like a chalupa shell or a gordita. It's a squishy, you can tell it's squishy bread <laughs> that's grilled. So it's kind of like bun-esque, but, but it's like a chalupa, that it, fat tortilla. It's like a fry, it's like a, you know, it's more like gordita-esque. It's like a yes. flatbread. It has that flatbread with the grilled, I love that flatbread. Mm. Those things, and they wrap it around another crunchy taco. Ugh. That's the ideal thing. You get that fat Soft bread wrapped around a crunchy <laughs> shell. <laughs> like for so long at Taco Bell, I only ordered one thing or like two things. And then one day my niece is like, you never had a crispy, <laughs> soft, crispy, whatever, Dude. gordita or whatever, something a, like a that. A cheesy gordita cheesy, crunch. Yeah, cheesy gordita crunch. And I was like, what? No, because I, I was so like rigid in my Taco Bell order. <laughs> you know how you get at fast food? Dude, The che- look, you want to talk culinary <laughs> excellence. The texture profile in a cheesy gordita crunch is unparalleled. It's so good. So, yes, but now I am dying to try this. As we all know, crispy chicken sandwiches have taken over the world. McDonald's released theirs today. My friend Bill Oakley does fast food reviews. He gave it a very good review. He says it's not quite as good as Popeye's, but it's like number two on his list, which is pretty good. Didn't McDonald's already have one? Yes, the McChicken, but I don't yeah. think it was that good. Now, they they know the competition is stiff. Right. So they're competing now with the Popeyes uh, and whatever, the higher quality chicken sandwiches. I guess KFC has one. Now, this consists of an all-wheat pe- all wheat. Are you <laughs> no talking about the Taco that. Bell now? Taco Bell. Now you're talking. Now I'm talking about Taco Bell. Okay. Sorry. Taco Bell's crispy chicken sandwich taco is an all-wheat all wheat. Why can't I do this? All white piece of chicken that is marinated in a jalapeno buttermilk. Mm. That sounds fucking good. So good. Dude, I want that. I want this. What is it? Me? Like, what is this coming out? Me at Taco Bell. I do you have the um crispy chicken sandwich taco? <laughs> Me yelling out. Do you remember when I tried to get the thing at Taco Bell and they didn't have it? And yeah. I said to the, to the delivery yes. person, I saw a commercial. 
That was my lowest moment. That was the lowest moment I've ever. (laughs) But I saw a commercial (laughs) that it came back. What what was I talking about? It was a Taco Bell item. It was it was McDonald's. Desi was in the McDonald's drive-thru and she tried to order a McFlurry or something. No, no, I didn't order a McFlurry. It was something, or maybe it was a dude. I can't remember. I embarrassed myself because I did see a commercial on the internet. She was like almost in tears, but I saw a commercial. Uh, to the poor worker, I was not mean to him. I was more humiliating myself uh, of anything. I was very upset. Now, this had a jalapeno buttermilk, uh, as I mentioned, marinade. It's fried with a crunchy tortilla chip coating. That sounds really fucking good. Uh, this magazine describes, or this article describes it as a drunken late night staple. Look, you Look, don't this isn't any time. This is any time. So um, the, the, they mentioned the puffy bread. Um, there's also a creamy chipotle sauce that comes on it and slices of pickled jalapeno. I love this sandwich. If this isn't good, I'm going to be upset. Because in theory, it sounds perfect. I love the way it looks. Yeah. It looks beautiful. (laughs) Like with the... Like the jalapenos kind of bring to mind the pickles that are on the Popeye sandwich. Like, mm. I love that this is a perfect Taco Bell creation of a chicken sandwich. Yeah. They did a good job. I like that they're like, oh, we're serving a chicken sandwich. They did their own thing. And we're like going to do it our own way. Right. I love it. Here's the thing to me, the Popeye's chicken sandwich that they came out with last year or whatever is the best fast food chicken sandwich. Absolutely. I, I love it. I. I think about it regularly. I a, a Popeye's drive-through opened up like a few blocks away from me, and it <gasps> is torture when I pass it. And I'm like, I can't get this every day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Uh, I want to try like their other menu items. Is it good? Everything? Have you never had? I've had Popeye's, but it's not a place I went to regularly because I never lived by one. I really am a big fan of Popeye's in terms of fast food that like, cause I don't eat a ton of fast food, but I have like Popeye's is, is up there for me. Well, I know that Popeye's is regularly cited by famous chefs as having the best fried, like they'll be like, I love Popeye's the fried best chicken. Fast food fried chicken. Yes. I think it's the best one too. I really like that at Popeye's you can get a biscuit. Their biscuits are good. The thing is like, <sighs> Is KFC bad now? I haven't been in so long. I haven't been to K- a KFC in over 10 years. That was like my favorite meal as a child. Yeah. I would get the KFC. with. I love their coleslaw. It's the best coleslaw. Do you know what I used to do when I was um, a teenager, when I was really high, is I would go to KFC and I would get the popcorn chicken and then a side of gravy <gasps> and I would dip the popcorn Ooh. chicken in the gravy. That is so high. It's so big. <laughs> Oh my god, popcorn chicken, that sounds amazing. I love yeah. it. But the thing, look, <laughs> I know some people might scoff at this, but I have ordered the like surf and turf whatever tackle box from Popeyes where you get half shrimp. Half Is their chicken. fried shrimp good? Look, it's fried shrimp. Uh-huh. It's like pretty good for okay. I, would, I would never order shrimp from a regular fast food establishment. But I would from Popeye's. Yes. And I just have one more thing. This is a belated birthday message from Katie to her best friend, Kirsten. They, she said that they love our podcast and we're, she'd like to give her a shout out. So happy birthday, Kirsten. Happy birthday, Kirsten. Thank you for listening. Thank you Sorry so for much. the delay. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but I hope you had a great birthday and let us know what you ate. Yeah, definitely. So that's all we got. Yeah, and we will see you on Tuesday. Yeah, bye. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 